Moving into 2021, we have the opportunity to make choices. Will you choose to lead, follow, or get out of the way? You're listening to Craig Ansell of the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. Welcome to our final episode for 2020. Episode number 33, Lead, Follow, or Get Out of the Way. In this episode, I'm going to speak about leaders and followers. Now, if you're a follower and you're ready for change and you want to move into a leadership role, a leadership mentality, stay tuned because this episode is for you. You know, there's lots of different personality types out there. And with those personality types come certain demeanors, dispositions that allow us to, I guess, uh, feel comfortable in certain roles. Some of those roles might be leading, some might be following, and others might kind of retreat and just get out of the way because they don't want to be part of the process or part of the movement. These personality types might be called introvert or extrovert, for example. Introvert is someone that stays quiet and stay, keeps to themselves and just kind of holds things in internally. And an extrovert is someone that releases things, shares things on the outside, generally more talkative, more outspoken. But sometimes when we're in leadership positions, not only are we an extrovert being outspoken, but sometimes we get a little too aggressive And what happens then is people can see that we become a little too strong, a little too abrasive when we're attempting to lead, when we're attempting to take charge. Rather than be aggressive, I'd recommend assertive. It really means that you're strong, you're driven, but also I would say you're cautious with the way you approach things and the way with you explaining things. The difference between the two is what's left behind you After you're done leading, when you look back, will there be a strong team following you or will there be a trail of dead bodies? I say that jokingly, but sometimes people wonder, I was successful with this project, this plan, this task, this assignment, but those people don't want to work with me anymore in the future or I've received negative feedback at the end. Even though the task was completed successfully, there was a lot of uh, headbutting and a lot of conflicts going on. So really, leadership requires key attributes. And some of those attributes, people would say, leaders are born with them. While this may be true, it also takes, in my opinion, hard work, training, and even course correction. If you're going to be a follower, how will you do it? When asked, will you just perform the function or task as requested? Will you go about it blindly, kind of on autopilot? Or will you respectfully challenge when decisions are made that you don't understand? Maybe you'll seek clarification when confusion or uncertainty show up. This is where strong follower mindset can help you transition from that into a leader mindset. But that change doesn't happen overnight. You have to allow time for growth, the ability to make mistakes and recognize it's natural and normal, and eventually move into a best practices mindset. First, as I said, it's natural to make mistakes. We all do it. 
Some of us might be a little bit better at recognizing that we make mistakes than others, but we all do. Some of our mistakes will even have greater consequences than others. You know, in manufacturing, there's a chart out there, a curve out there, and it relates to the manufacturing cycle from beginning from the design all the way through to completion and the cost of change along that same path. If changes are made in the beginning of the design or the beginning of the manufacturer, the cost is typically lower. As the device starts to get manufactured and gets its final details and changes are required, the cost skyrockets because there have been so much significant progress done that it takes almost an about-face, a 180 turnaround, to complete the corrective changes. So, when it comes to the cost of making mistakes, the cost of consequences, what it comes down to is, the minute that I think that I see something that's kind of going wrong, maybe something I want to challenge, I try to speak up, but again, do it in a very respectful, mature way, and simply ask a question about the situation at hand, and try to understand what is the purpose for what you're working on, what is the purpose for this task, and can it be done a different way? Is there something different about it that I can do to maybe get a better or more quick outcome? Have we ever considered doing it a different way? And if so, what ways have been chosen and what were the results of those tasks? You know, I bring up that questioning attitude, so to speak, about being a follower, because my show has a couple taglines, if you remember. Turning problems into potential and issues into opportunities. Where that mindset comes from is the following. If you continue to do the same thing over and over and expect change, that is the definition of insanity. Meaning, don't continue to do the same tasks the same way and expect different results. So, if you're going to have a follower mindset, that's completely fine. I've been there and occasionally need to be there as well in my roles and responsibilities. However, I recommend not going about it blindly, kind of just carrying that extra uh, secret weapon with you that respectful but challenging mindset if you see something gently respectfully speak up and say something about the matter and maybe you'll find a way to improve your situation improve a process or uh, improve workflow for your area from there then we can transition into the leadership role if you remember earlier i talked about introvert people that are uh, keep things inside and are more quiet by nature and extrovert, meaning more information is shared outwardly, more talkative generally. Typically, leaders are extroverts because it requires them to communicate with others, especially their team members. But again, there's different types of extrovert. You can have someone that is assertive, which is driven, strong, confident, and communicates, I would say, respectfully. Or you could have some that are aggressive, where they're a little bit more harsh with their statements, their direction, and their orders. And perhaps, not necessarily, but perhaps they may not have a thankful and praising attitude as compared to someone that's assertive. Obviously, when you're assertive, you're trying to get things done in the best way possible to keep a strong team with you and behind you to help you get that task completed. And doing so in a respectful manner certainly doesn't hurt anything. In fact, it helps relations, right? We all would like to be talked to with a respectful tone and in a respectful way. 
even though as leaders, as mentioned with followers, we make mistakes too. And we have to recognize that when we make a mistake, there's consequences for that as well. However, as leaders, it may be um, greater cost because now we have a team following us. So to allow time for growth when we make mistakes, I would recommend putting in something like lessons learned. Log down the mistakes that you or your team has made or the mistakes that you've noticed during a task or project or a job that you're working on. And have a closeout meeting with your team members and as well as a private meeting with yourself just for self-reflection, self-analysis. But to kind of look over those things, those situations that occurred, those mistakes, what lessons have you learned? What lessons has the team learned? And eventually track those so that they can be shared at the beginning of future projects or future tasks, which will then become something called best practices in the industry. Best practices are things, processes, procedures that we follow that we recognize should be done this way because when done other ways, they weren't as effective or we ran into trouble and we ran into problems. Now, I will signal a word of warning here. Just because something was a best practice 5, 10, 20, 50 years ago doesn't mean it's still valid today. Again, with a respectful attitude, you can question that best practice and ask, what's the background on it? What are the details? So that you find out if it's still applicable today. And perhaps with that respectful, challenging mindset, you might be able to figure out ways to further improve that best practice. I would love to hear, regardless if you're a leader or a follower, what practices you've put in place, what observations you've made or seen, and areas that might be able to help others that are followers of this program. You can send that information to any of our social media channels at Craig Ansell on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and new for 2021 Twitter. We'd love to hear from you and carry on a great conversation. There are things you may have seen or observed in your lifetime that others haven't had a chance yet, and your words of wisdom might be able to help others that are listening to this program. As we close out the old year 2020, this has been Craig Ansell from the Career Growth Made Easy podcast, wishing you peace, health, and happiness. Thank you for being a valued subscriber. And if you ever need to get a hold of me, you can reach me, Craig at CraigAnsell.com for our email or our general information box is info at CraigAnsell.com.